Yo, this is the Ancient Texan. I just ran across uh, a document I wrote, and I've probably done a podcast on this. Sometimes you go back over something and you say, wow, I wrote that. So This is one of those rare times when I say I wrote that, and I like it. It's called What I Believe, My, Re My Religion. I've edited it a little bit, hopefully made it a little better. Religion, what most people think about uh, is belief and worship of a superhuman being, a god. What I'm thinking about um, is that third definition that I found, a pursuit or interest to which someone ascribes supreme importance. For example, in our current world, consumerism is the new religion. Well, I hope to offer something better than consumerism. Some of my beliefs include that life is precious Marvelous, exotic, wonderful, sad, scary, everything, and then without it, nothing is. Life is perhaps the most important thing in the universe. Perhaps one of the rarest and most unique things in the universe. And I think it's worth worshiping. Nothing exists without life to perceive it. The tree makes a vibration when it falls in the forest. It takes a listener, life, to turn that vibration into a sound. Sound is a sense of perceiving. Life is there to give vibration a name, a meaning. Life is present to give meaning. Period. All life is interconnected. A web that expands from the smallest one cell creature to the elephant in the forest, to the unknown in the universe. That is amazing. In our universe, water is a matrix which gives life its birth. It's a median, the matrix in which life struggles and eventually dies. We're mostly water. The water that's in you today could have been inside a lion a few years ago or in a dinosaur millions of years ago. All the creatures around you have similar DNA. There's an idea of a myo mitochondrial Eve. Around 200,000 years ago, a woman lived in Africa, which is near the modern-day Botswana. 
She had at least one daughter and then at least one granddaughter. In an uninterrupted matrilineal line, all women today, their mothers, grandmothers, great-grandmothers, are her descendants. Her mitochondrial DNA exists in every single one of the 7.8 billion people on Earth. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. This woman existed just around the time of the estimated emergence of Homo sapiens and about 100,000 years before Homo sapiens migrated to the rest of the continents during the Ice Age. If you look at 100, 1,200 indigenous tribes in South Africa, scientists confirmed that Kulsan people, hunter-gatherers, whose language is noticeable for clicking sounds, descend from the people who split off from the main Homo sapiens branch around 100,000 years ago. This means their DNA did not intermix as much as the rest of us, and their genes contain higher amounts of mitochondrial Eve DNA. Hmm. So, scientific research says that the most marginalized figure, a black African woman, is the mother of mankind. That's that old life is we're interconnected with all life. That's especially true of other people. It's especially true of black of the black that we're all interconnected with black. They're the mother of us. All life is transient permanent, temporary. We all die. Here's another thing that makes us interconnected on an emotional basis. We all suffer. Life is a series of joys and sorrows arriving and departing. We have a common well-being and interdependence. We magnify each other's joys and sorrows and often share them. And if you want to get away from humans and being interconnected, Look at the bacteria in your gut. It outnumbers the number of your human cells. If they're not healthy, you suffer or even die. You heard of the vagal nerve? Look it up and their connection with the gut, with the bacteria in your gut. There is more of other in you in what you call yourself and your body than there is of your own cells. Get a grip on that. 
So your job is to provide a good home for the bacteria inside of you. When you get feeling real self-important, think about that. Outside of you, trees provide you with the oxygen you breathe in the common home we call Earth. If you and your neighbor kills the trees, all humans will eventually suffer. My well-being and your well-being depends on the well-being of all life on this planet. And my well-being depends on your well-being. We either learn to cooperate with the other 7 billion people and trillions of creatures on the planet or all we will all suffer and maybe perhaps one day die. So, what's our purpose? If you look at a hammer, you can feel, figure out that the purpose of a hammer is to drive a nail into a board. The purpose of the hammer can be inferred from its function. You can do the same thing with us as humans. How do humans function? How does life function? Life evolves, self-perpetuates, and evolves to keep life going. Life perceives and adapts. Life's function can be observed. The function of life is to perpetuate life and more specifically life seeks to per to perpetuate itself more precisely its evolved self a creature is nearly like itself that can survive in the current environment it perpetuates the species In the simplest sense, our goal is to perpetuate the species. Our goal is to maintain life. And beyond that, we are programmed to experience joy, to reinforce behavior that perpetuates the species, and to experience pain for actions that are contrary to the objective of life itself. And we're programmed to experience sorrow when life or love is lost or threatened. Look around on the planet. You should experience sorrow. What's my religion? My religion is to nurture my wonderment my joy in life that surrounds me. My religion is to hold your hand and travel with you on this marvelous one-time journey called life. My religion is to love life and to love those that treasure this journey with me. I pray that I'm present 
and attentive and able to leave my fears behind me and that I see the beauty and sacred in you. Namaste.